Welcome to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. Have a question for the show or need assistance with your retirement plan? Give Philip a call today, 863-285-3815. Baby boomers are retiring in droves at a rate of about 10,000 per day. But some of today's economic conditions are causing many to think twice before leaving their jobs and some are even considering unretiring to help make ends meet. So what can you do to help you stay retired? Well, Philip Statler has some tips to share with you today. We're so glad you're with us here on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rizak alongside Philip Statler. He is, of course, president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. And Philip, we have a great show lined up today, but I hope all is well with you and your family. And hopefully you're getting some good family time in here during these summer months. Hey, we are. We've got some travel planned and we try to get together once a year with our whole family. And that's uh, sometimes difficult to do, as I'm sure many folks out there realize that. So, But we are going to get to do that for a week this summer and then going to head west. I actually bought a little... uh, Travel trailer. Did you and, do uh, it? You and pulled the we trigger. are going right. to venture out to uh, South Dakota, Montana, and see some of the the wonders of the world out yeah, there. So the Park. that a little a little antsy about that as well because uh, a long way to go pulling a trailer, and uh, but <laughs> it should be fun, right? Yeah, it. I think it'll be a great time. Just you know, heed all the warnings. Don't mess with the wildlife. You always see. <laughs> You see some of these uh, <laughs> headlines about somebody who thinks a, a buffalo is something they can pet. Don't do that. I'll just give you yeah. that warning right now. But hey, you know, Jen, you you mentioned in the opening that some people are thinking about unretiring. Yeah, I was just going to put a plug in that. Hey, if there's folks that want to unretire, man, our workforce needs all the help <laughs> we can get right now. I'm just That's saying true. that you know, um, you know, if you're going into the right industry, you know, like retail or restaurant or God bless you, because we could really use those people out here. That's true. I, I think that's a that's a fair point. Uh, we we could use some solid employees in some different areas. And of course, the reality and what you and I talk about all the time, um, it's one thing to choose to go back to work because you want to have a purpose, you want to feel valued, you want to contribute to our economy and to our society. But what we don't want is to have to unretire or or be too afraid that we can even afford to retire uh, because of so many things that are going on. I mean, higher prices on just about everything. And as you are preparing for a heck of a road trip, certainly you're aware of gas prices. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I know they're not quite what they have. You know, they're not as high as what we've seen in recent years, but uh, it, it it's still up there. Um, you know, all this economic uncertainty certainty, concerns about tax increases, taking their toll on today's retirees. In fact, one in six retirees is considering going back to work, and 55% of retirees who went back to work said they did so because they needed more money because of rising costs. So again, Philip, we want to promote good planning so we can choose to go back to work and contribute, but not necessarily be forced to do so. Right? Absolutely, Jen. You're so right. And and that is the truth when we, when we, I mean, we t- kind of kidded about it, right? But, but we want folks to have the choice, right? If, if you're, if you want to go back to work, that's fine, but don't have to go back to work. And, and that all starts with planning. And if, especially, I mean, we've seen, you talked about gas prices going up and, and that they continue to rise. And, and I think that there's a good chance they'll continue to rise the rest of this year at the rate they're going right now. But, other things are going up as well. I mean, go to the grocery store and it's crazy what it costs to before you even walk out the door. And so these are areas of concern. And so that's where planning really plays a big role, because if you have a plan in place that takes into consideration that, hey, every now and then, I mean, every now and then we're going to have a couple of years where we have this kind of inflation and we need to build that into the planning process. Absolutely. What are some of the big concerns that you are hearing from people right now? Certainly, um, newer clients or people you're meeting with for the first time. I imagine your your existing clients have a lot of their questions and, and concerns addressed already through the planning that you've done with them. But from some of those newer folks you're working with, what kind of concerns do they have? 
So at this point, we're getting concerns about inflation. Mm-hmm. How long is it going to stick around? Um, you know, when are we going to see some relief when it comes to inflation? Because that drives a lot of different issues and concerns. People are enjoying the interest rates being higher now, but they wonder how long that it, can it really last and will it last? Sure. The um, volatility in the stock market has been a, a big concern for people. And, and they're looking forward thinking that it's not going to get better in the short term. They think it's going to get worse in the short term. And so, you know, we're having to walk through those concerns through our process. And, and that's why we're such a big believer of diversification between risk and safety. Mm-hmm. You know, if we get that diversification right, then the rest of it kind of takes care of itself because we can weather the storms that are out there. But but it's having that diversification in place that uh, that helps our clients sleep well at night. Talk a little bit about your your process that you just mentioned for people who are concerned about uh, how their assets are positioned. They're not sure if they have that right. Maybe they are concerned about higher prices on goods and services. Maybe they're worried about higher costs on taxes, higher taxes in the future. Tell me a little bit about your your process for helping us analyze where we are. Absolutely, Jen. We developed our core retirement design to help people really truly calculate what their personal risk preference is and to make sure that their current portfolio lines up with that preference. You know, making sure that we organize their goals and objectives and and looking at their current portfolio review to see what are their expenses and costs they're paying and and what are the risks involved in that portfolio. And and we want to look at a couple of other things too. We want to look at Taxes. Taxes right now are a big thing that we're talking about because tax rates go up here shortly. And so we want to make sure we're ready for that. And then income plan, we want to make sure we have a basic income plan in place. That's all wrapped into our core retirement design. Hey, if you don't have a plan yet or you're not sure you have a plan, it's not a written plan, please give us a call at 863-285-3815 and schedule your core retirement design where we can help you design that retirement you always dreamed of. Again, that number is 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. I am Jen Rizak alongside. And, and for people who are spooked by higher prices and considering going back to work, and, and again, as you said, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but we just want to make sure that uh, we are not neglecting our planning and that if we do go back to work, we've we've got these other areas taken care of. So, so for people who are considering doing this, what should they think about doing first before they say, I- I'm just going to find a job. I'm worried about these higher prices. I'm, I'm worried about too much. I, I just want to get that paycheck again. Well, I, I think, first of all, I would I would dive back into the planning process, right? Do you have a written retirement income plan? Mm-hmm. If you don't, that's where I would start because you may be in better shape than you think you are. You know, you, you may yeah. be able to weather this storm with the portfolio you have and the amount you're pulling out. You may be fine. It may just mean we need to reallocate between that risk and safe bucket and make sure we have the proper diversification within that plan. So that's the first thing I would do. Second, if you're going to go back to work, make sure that it's not just a job. Make sure it's something that you really want to do and don't do it just because you think you need to. Let's make sure that we know that we have to before we go to work. Hmm. And then second, third is, you know, there could be some tax implications of going yeah. back to work you know, because you know, your, your income's going to go up. It may cause more of your social security to be taxable. It may push you into a higher tax bracket. I mean, these are all things that need to be considered before we decide that we need to step out and take that next job. And, and I think, Philip, those things that you just went over there, that's why it is so important, and we talk about this a lot on this show, it's important to uh, get that second opinion from somebody who spends their time focusing on this phase of life. You were just talking about all of the different, it's almost like a domino effect sometimes. The decisions we make uh, could impact other areas of our finances. You want to think about those tax implications, as you said, if you if you do go back to work and, and the implications on your Social Security and all of that, uh, really 
really makes sense to talk with someone who who does work with retirees and the retirement phase of life on a day-to-day basis, right? Absolutely, because you, you don't want to step into that world of working again and and all of a sudden, you know, you're being taxed extremely high or you lose some of your social security because you made too much money and and you're not 67 yet. So, you know, those things have to be taken into consideration as well. Yeah, absolutely. And the last thing you want when you retire is to run out of money. And you think about some of the things we've been talking about today, concerns about the economy, inflation, tax increases in the future. These things are not making it any easier for people who are trying to figure out when they can actually retire. Right, Philip? Absolutely. You know, running out of money is often the biggest fear for so many people that I work with. You know, people get caught up in and how much they've saved, but you really need to think about how much you're going to need to spend in retirement because that's what matters, right? What could it take for you to live the ideal lifestyle for the next 30 years? Because when we retire, that's how long we could still be here, even longer, possibly given statistics these days, mm-hmm. you know, so listen, you're listening right now. If you've got more than $150,000 saved up for retirement, hey, I invite you to give us a call and walk through our core retirement design to make sure that you're on the right path for the retirement you always dreamed of. We'll help you make sure that the amount of risk you have in your portfolio lines up with the amount of risk you should have in your portfolio to weather these ups and downs in the stock market. We'll make sure that we have an income plan in place that's going to help you weather the inflationary times that we go through. And so there's other things that need to be taken into consideration, like taxes. I mean, folks don't realize, but taxes go up in 2026. You need to be prepared for that. We take all that into consideration in our planning process, that core retirement design, especially for you. So if you've got more than $150,000 saved for retirement, please give us a call. Let's walk through our core retirement design, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Or you can go to our website at statlerfinancial.com and schedule a a 30-minute phone conversation right there on the website. Again, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. That stat I mentioned at the start of the show, it's something along the lines of 10,000 baby boomers retire each and every day. By 2030, they'll all be 65. So if you think about it, baby boomers right now are up to bat for retirement. That means Gen X, though, is on deck. So we're going to talk about that here on the other side of the break. What does Gen X need to think about as it relates to preparing for retirement? when the Statler Financial Radio Show continues. In times of volatility, the only wrong move is not making one. Call Philip and the team at Stadler Financial Services today and find out where you currently stand with your portfolio. 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Time to retire right. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac. Happy to be here with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO 
of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And this is a stat we have repeated time and time again on this show. Thousands of baby boomers retire every day. And by the year 2030, they will all be 65. I think they call that, um, or I I guess it's peak 65 is when we're going to have the most retiring. I think that's coming up here before too long also. But Philip, if baby boomers are up to bat, that means... Gen X is on deck when you think about preparing for retirement. And and we'll talk about Gen X here in just a minute, just to give everybody a moment to mentally prepare for the fact that we're talking about uh, Gen X and retirement now. But 10,000 boomers turn 65 every day, Philip. And when you have that many people leaving the workforce, what could be the potential impact on the economy as fewer and fewer people are working? So I think there's probably two impacts um, that I see there from that. Specifically, what's going to affect all of us on a day-to-day basis is that when that many people leave the workforce, then then it's going to continue to cause businesses to have to pay more money mm-hmm. to find the right employees. So we're going to continue to see wage inflation okay. um, going forward. And, and, and I think that's probably one of the things that's driving our inflation and making it harder and harder to get it under control is because we have this wage inflation out there uh, because so many people left the workforce already, right? During COVID, they, they right. exited early. Right. And so now we're, we're here and you're right, 10,000 a day, baby boomers hitting 65 and they're thinking, okay, can I hang on two more years or do I want to go ahead and retire now? Mm-hmm. Right. And so, that many people leaving the workforce continues to put pressure on uh, employers out there. The second thing I would say is this, is that it affects our social security, right? Because that's less people paying into the system. And our guys in Washington, they still can't figure out, or I I should say, they don't want to try to figure it out what they need to do to fix that system. Um, And and so that's going to continue to be a bigger and bigger burden that our government is going to have to figure out how to solve that problem sooner rather than later. Right. And when, and when you talk about trying to stay ahead of some of these long-term problems, if you're part of, of Gen X, it is tempting to tune out talking about retirement because you feel like this this applies more to your parents. This is not for you. But the reality is it's going to be your turn before you know it. And plus, you could still be trying to earn a living in an economy that's being impacted by this wave of baby boomers leaving the workforce. So so there's, there's still very much, it's so important for you to be thinking about uh, this whole concept of preparing for retirement. Philip, the first, the, the oldest Gen Xer the first Gen Xers are in their mid to late 50s now. What do you want to say to them to help them make the most out of these next 10 to 15 years before they are on the doorstep of retirement? Uh, I would say to the Gen Xers, it's not too early to start the planning process, hmm. to, to develop a roadmap to make sure that you can get from where you are to the day you want to retire. And so I think that the planning would be so helpful to make sure that you are on the right path to make sure that you're going to get to where you want to be, because there's going to be ups and downs, you know, layoffs and and new jobs and all kinds of things. And so if you have a plan to run off of, then you know what you need to be putting back in that 401k, you know, whether it should be uh traditional or Roth or, you know, we look at all those different provisions to, to decide how to plan for the future of your retirement. But five to five to 10 years out, you definitely need to start planning. Right. 15 years out. Hey, it's not bad to go ahead and put together a rough roadmap to where you want to be. So sounds like you would say you can't ever really be too young <laughs> to start thinking about retirement planning then in some no, aspects. You, you, you really can't. And if you think about the, the Gen Xers, especially, you know, there's some question marks of what uh, what Social Security will look like for those folks. Yeah. And so, you know, typically, I mean, I, I think of easy ways to fix Social Security, right? What's the easy way? Easy ways to raise what you have to pay into it, mm-hmm. extend out retirement date so you can't retire so early, and then obviously reduce the benefit. And so if you're in that Gen X range, those things could happen to you. And so sure. you need to have a clear vision 
of what your retirement wants to, what you want it to look like so that you can put together that plan to make sure that you take responsibility for, for saving enough money to do what you want to do with or without social security. I think right. makes the most sense. Right. That That's a really important point when you think about what will the economy look like, what will Social Security look like, what will a lot of these things look like in the future. Um, and, and, of course, those are things that you talk about people who are preparing to retire in the short term here as well. So as as you've got people who are trying to uh, make that assessment, figure out, you know, how, how do things look for me in terms of preparing for retirement, what's going on with the money that I've saved and and Social Security and all of this. Tell me a little bit about what that analysis looks like, Philip, as you're helping somebody uh, sort all this out and kind of figure out where they are before they can start figuring out where to go next. Well, I think that the biggest part of our core retirement design is ascertaining how much risk you should have in your portfolio based on your age, how much risk you're willing to take. And those type of things. And then making sure that that's applied to your retirement accounts, whether that's your 401k or your IRA, or you got non-qualified money. We want to make sure that that's getting put to all those different accounts. And so the core retirement design starts with that. It looks at the tax aspect of what retirement could look like for you, and then ends up with an income plan. And obviously the Gen Xers, it might be a rough income plan to start with because it's going to be looked at periodically over that next 10 or 15 years to make sure that it meets your requirements and your goals for when you actually retire. Look, to get started, you got to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, give us a call. You need a plan to move forward. Call us at 863-285-3815 to schedule our core retirement design. That's 863-285-3815. That number one more time, 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring. And I am Jen Rizak alongside uh, talking today about uh, folks who are more than 10 to 15 years out from retirement, just some of the things that they ought to be thinking about. And Philip, I mentioned, you know, some of the um, the earlier, the, the first Gen Xers are in in their mid to late 50s. Uh, let, let's go back a little bit younger, though, because um, we don't often talk about this on this show. But for people who are still in their 40s, maybe still have a good amount of time before retirement, what what should they think about doing or where should they be focused in terms of their savings goals for retirement when they still have that longer window of time? So th- there are a couple thoughts and on that, that that I think people can look at. One is that um, CNBC had a decade by decade guide to retirement planning. And, and there were a couple of things for people in their forties to start to consider. One is go ahead and, and plug in what you've got saved into one of those online calculators to get an estimate of what that might grow to by the time you hit retirement. So, and, and I would plan out for retirement at, at, at least 67. I would not be uh, adverse to putting it to 70 because there's a good chance that ultimately by the time you get ready to retire, that may be where social security is at. And that may be the retirement age at that point. Um, the other thing I would say is that um, be on alert for what they call lifestyle creep, right? Every time we start making a little bit more money, yep, yep, we start spending <laughs> a little bit more. Here's the deal. Whatever you make, you'll spend it unless you have a plan in place to start saving it. So I I encourage folks that are still working, uh, putting money away. Every time you get a raise, try to take all that raise and put it in your retirement funds, Mm -hmm. put in your retirement funds. If you can't really do that, you need a little bit of it. Hey, take half of it and put it into your retirement. Do something. Don't just creep up in lifestyle and and sacrifice what you could be saving for retirement. Right. And, and there's also this temptation when you look at what's going on for a lot of folks when they're in their 40s, 
probably still have some kids at home, so it's tempting to say, okay, as soon as they're out, as soon as they're off my payroll, then I'll bump up my savings a little bit more. But there, there's, there could be an issue with that also because that might not end up end up happening. Um, so, so again, you know, there are Gen Xers who are in their fifties now. Retirement's getting closer for them. What are some things to think about doing to get ready for retirement while you're still in your fifties? Let's let's move out of the forties now and into our fifties. What are some things to be thinking about then? I'm going to say, here's the deal. Savings, you know, savings is still the number one priority, especially in your 50s. Um, But it's also time to start getting an idea of how your retirement income puzzle is going to come together. What's it going to look like? You know, you need to estimate what your retirement income is going to be. You can do that on, like I said, one of those online calculators you need to start checking what your social security benefits may be. I'd actually get a statement. You can do that by creating an account at socialsecurity.gov and and get a statement. Use that social security. Actually, on their website, they actually have a social security estimator as well. Mm -hmm. So that would help. Um, I would say if you, not if you can, you should save more once you turn 50. Hopefully the kids are off to college you need to take that college money and start dumping it into your retirement plan to catch up. Use all the catch-up provisions that are out there to be able to put even more money away. Now, whether that's a Roth provision within the 401k or the traditional, that comes to planning, right? We need to, to look at the whole scenario to see which of those you should be using. Contribute to an IRA if you can, or a Roth IRA. Maybe you've got things other than a 401k or you work for the government. So you got a 403b or 457 or, you know, the federal government, you got a TSP. Maximize those contributions as best you can uh, and start the planning process. Meet with a pro, a professional that can help you map out a retirement plan to help make sure that you are looking at all the different options that are out there and using the ones that make the most sense for you and start the planning process now. It's never too late to put a plan in place. Talk a little bit about how how we get started, Philip, if you want to get that initial analysis with you and your team. Absolutely, Jen. So uh, we have our core retirement design, and it starts with our core retirement analysis. It's a 30-minute phone call. We'll, We'll answer any question you may have. We'll walk you through what the rest of our process looks like, We'll make sure that you have the resources that you need to start some of this planning process in place. But we want to be a sounding board, give you the answers you need to head in the right direction. Again, that's our core retirement design analysis. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. Again, that's 863-285-3815. Give us a call now and let's get started on your planning process. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. We'll be back. Turn your plans of yesterday into yes today. Don't wait another day for a routine checkup of your retirement plans. Call Statler Financial Services, 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. You can't see it, but you sure can feel it. The economy is struggling right now. Do you know how it might affect your retirement? Some retirement plans take into account economic downturns, stock market dips, interest rate fluctuations. Does yours. Take charge of your retirement by calling Philip Statler at 863-285-3815. Philip and his team at Statler Financial have been helping families prepare for retirement for over 20 years. They will help address the current economic situation and help you create a retirement plan designed to give you the confidence to move forward. Opportunities can exist regardless of economic conditions. Call the team, Philip Statler with Statler Financial at 863-285-3815 and find out ways you can prepare now for your retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Call them now. Schedule a visit. Let's get started. Firm offers insurance services. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rizak. 
Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services in Sebring, and I am Jen Rizak alongside. Today, we've been talking to a little bit of a different group of people today, Gen Xers. They're not retiring in droves just yet, but they are a little bit concerned about how ready they are for retirement. So we have Gen Xers fill up in their 40s and 50s. Again, a group we don't talk to a lot on this show, but this is a generation that's already starting to worry about how they might be able to afford their future in retirement. So for people who still have more than 10 years until retirement, um, what, what should their priorities be in terms of saving? Well, I think that... Uh I would look at number one, where can I get the maximum benefits? So 401k that you get some matching provisions with, that's going to be the number one source, right? Whether that's a a 401k or 403b, anywhere that you get some matching provisions, you want to make sure that you're taking advantage of all the matching that the the employer is going to give you. Mm -hmm. Don't leave money sitting on the table. Um, so that's number one. Number two is, you know, even though we're more than 10 years out from retirement, we want to make sure that that we have the risk in your portfolios where they need to be. Yeah, you've got time to recover, but it's important that that you have the, the right amount of risk in your portfolio. And, and, and that's what our core retirement design really helps folks do is make sure that they've got the right amount of risk there. I, I mean, I think that's important. And obviously, maximize the amount of savings that you can put in. Every little bit is going to help you down the road. There are Gen Xers and baby boomers who are part of what we call the sandwich generation. So they're helping take care of their parents and their kids at the same time. Maybe mom and dad need some uh, help financially somehow, and then they still have kids who are dependent on them financially. If you have financial responsibilities or caregiving duties to multiple family members, uh, both uh, older than you and younger than you, how can that potentially impact your own well-being in the future? Because this is one of those areas, Philip, where people sometimes feel a little stuck. Well, and they feel a lot of stress. I mean, that yeah. is a stressful situation to be in, um, for sure. And, and so I, I think that those folks, um, you know, they, I would say this, uh, from from living through it a, a little bit, not, not, my kids were still a little older, so it right. wasn't as big of a deal, but, but when you're in that situation, you know, uh, you need to get everybody on board to take responsibility. And that's not the easiest thing to do. And and I know that. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but that's going to be the first thing. Second is make sure you're taking care of yourself. Find somebody to help you. Your mental well-being is uh, more important than anything. And being stressed out through that process is going to be tough. You're shelling out money on both ends. And that by itself is is stressful. So, you know, make sure that, that you're getting what I call some mental downtime, right? So that we can continue to move forward because you may be in that situation for a while. When is the ideal time to start thinking about your plans for long-term care and how you'll cover that? It seems like timing and, and thinking about these things ahead of time is pretty important. I'm going to throw a couple of different things out there, Jen, because we're, we've talked about a couple of different generations here. Yeah. If you're a Gen Xer and you're concerned about those type of things, now's the time to look at long-term care insurance because you're young enough, it's reasonably priced. It gets expensive to get that long-term care insurance. And so we need to start looking at different avenues. But if you're the person that's sandwiched in the middle right now, you know, you're going to be probably a late Gen X or an early baby boomer. And so I would look there first. And then from there, we want to look at secondary options. And there are secondary options out there, right? There are annuities that provide for long-term care benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, there are life insurance policies that have long-term care riders. Um, now, all these riders, they come with different pros, cons. Some cost money. Some are part of the policy. So, You need to go into that with your eyes wide open. You need to understand what it is that you're buying. Don't take somebody's word for it. Read it yourself. Get a second opinion. That's important. And then obviously, 
there is ultimately, if you run out of money, we don't have any money, or even from a planning perspective, there's uh, Medicaid planning. Depend upon what state you're in, will depend upon what that looks like for you. Uh, but at least at this point, that is somewhat of an option. That could change at the drop of a hat, Jen. Philip, talk a little bit about the process for uh, getting together with you to start analyzing and getting some of those questions answered. Absolutely, Jen. These are the exact reasons that I created our core retirement design. And it starts with our core retirement uh, analysis of where you are right now to see where you need to go. And we start with a simple 30-minute phone call where you can ask us whatever questions are on the top of your mind. Now, we're going to ask you questions to find out, okay, what direction do you need to be going? And we're going to point you in the right direction uh, to get the help you need. And if we can help you, we're going to let you know, hey, look, here's what we can do for you. If not, here's the things that you can do to help yourself be in a better position for your retirement. Hey, it all starts with a phone call to us, 863 285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Talking today with Philip Statler. He is president and CEO of Statler Financial Services. I'm Jen Rizak alongside. We've been talking today about some of these different generations. And of course, the good news for Gen Xers, even if they're a little bit stressed about retirement, they have time on their side to, to keep saving and to make up for losses. But Philip, for those who are getting closer to the doorstep of retirement, what do they need to be thinking about to make a smooth transition? Let's talk about the financial first, because you need to have a plan in place. Mm -hmm. And that plan means you need to have an income plan, not just a a drawer of stuff that you know you're going to pull money from eventually. You need to have all that organized into a plan so you know where your money's coming from, how much you're going to get, how long it's going to last. And it needs to be written down so that you can follow it and make sure you're on track to get to where you want to go. Number two, you need to be mentally prepared to make that shift because look, if you're working, that's what you've done for 40 years. You get up, you go to work, come home, do whatever you're going to do. You retire. You don't have to get up and go to work the next day. How are you going to occupy your time? Hey, the first week, the first month, maybe even the first three or four months, maybe the first year, you got it taken care of. Do the things you want to do. What happens when you don't know what you want to do? You need to have a plan in place of what you're going to do with your time because time and what I have seen can be money out the door. In other words, if you don't have time, if you don't know what you're going to do with your time, typically you end up going and spending money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. Right. When you didn't intend to do that. And so that's why I think you need to have the financial covered, but you also need to have a plan of what are you going to do with your time? You're going to volunteer, you're going to travel. What's that look like? And have you built all that into the planning process? That is a really good point. When is a good time to get a second opinion on everything we've done to prepare for retirement? And also to have some of these conversations about helping us uh, face those realities of that transition. Um, Tell me about a, a good time to really start thinking about this and get that second opinion. Obviously, there's no time that's too early, right? There's never too soon to start that planning process. Ideally, you want to be five to 10 years out. You definitely want to have a plan in place. And, and so that's when we would love to start the process because then we have you prepared for that last day of working and launching into retirement. Now, that doesn't mean if you're going to retire next week, we can't help you. Absolutely. You need a plan in place, probably more than anybody else, right? Because At that point, you're fixing a launch into retirement without a plan. That's going to be like going down the highway, not knowing where you're going to go and just driving. It's not going to get you to your destination. You you need a plan in place to get you where you want to go. So even I can talk to people, look, if you've already retired and you don't have that written retirement income plan, you you need that. Mm -hmm. That is your roadmap to retirement, to make sure that you've got everything lined up to get to where you need to be. Folks, listen, that's probably, I'm going to say, that's the most important thing is to have that written retirement income plan. If you don't have one, you need to get one. Folks, give us a call at 863-285-3815. I'd love to sit down with you 
and help you through that process of making sure that you've got everything lined up and you're either ready to retire or you've retired and you're ready to enjoy it going forward. But it all starts with our core retirement design. Having that designed retirement in place lets you enjoy it because you know that everything's taken care of. My cash flow is taken care of. My investments are taken care of. I've got everything lined up to make sure that I can get the most out of my retirement, whether that's spending time with the grandkids or traveling around the world or retirement design. Give us a call now and let's start that process to get you on the road to the retirement you always dreamed of. The number calls 863-285-3815. That's 863 863- 285-3815. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler. More insights when we return. Do you have a retirement plan but would like a second opinion? Call Philip Statler today. 863-285-3815. Statler Financial Services. 863-285-3815. Remember that first paycheck when you started working all those years ago and you looked at the net amount and thought, whoa, what happened here? Well, it could be this way with your retirement accounts. You know how much you've saved, but if you haven't planned for Uncle Sam, you could come up short in retirement. With tax laws constantly changing, there's a lot you need to know to make sure you're not paying more than your fair share. Philip Statler and the Statler Financial Team have helped hundreds of families plan for retirement for more than 20 years. They'll help you create a plan that shows you how taxes could affect you now and in the future. Set up a visit with Philip Statler and the team at Statler Financial. Just give them a call at 863-285-3815. That's 863-285-3815. Make sure you know how these changes could affect you so you can avoid some of those whoa moments in retirement. Call 863-285-3815. Firm offers insurance services but may not give tax advice. Advisory services are offered through Statler Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisory firm in the state of Florida. Welcome back to the Statler Financial Radio Show with Philip Statler and co-host Jen Rezac. Thanks for joining us today on the Statler Financial Radio Show. I am Jen Rezac, happy to be here with Philip Statler. He's president and CEO of Statler Financial Services right here in Sebring. Every week he gets questions about all things retirement, so we're going to take a little time here in this part of the show, open up our Statler Financial Mailbag, and go over some common retirement questions. So, Philip, our first question is from Jill, and Jill writes that she and her husband are getting a divorce after being married for almost 30 years. She's been working outside of the home for the last five years, so she's got some work friends and and a little income of her own, but she feels like she's just starting over, and she doesn't even know the questions to ask first. She wants to know some of the things she should think about now that she's planning for her own future. Well, that's a tough question, Jill. Yeah. You know, you need to know, number one, if you're working, if you have a 401k plan, then we need to be making sure that we're making some contributions to that 401k plan. Now, obviously, I'm not an attorney, but an area that you need to at least ask your attorney about is if your spouse has some retirement accounts, can you have access to some of that? right? Can you roll some of that into your IRA? Um, That's an area because that may be after 30 years of marriage, that may be one of the bigger financial assets that you have is going to be his retirement accounts. So we want to look at that and see if there may be something there that you can grasp and, and, and at least help you get started in the right direction and have some assets there to fall back on. But again, if you have a 401k, let's make sure that we're contributing at least enough to get the full match on that part. Um, if there's not a 401k, you know, try to develop some kind of savings plan where you're putting money into a Roth IRA because you'd rather pay the tax now in the low tax environment we're in versus later when we may be in a higher tax environment. Um, those are probably a couple of things that I would look at right now. 
Good questions there, Jill. And that that really has become uh, more of an issue that retirement planners like you are dealing with now. I I know um, those divorce rates among uh, people who are getting close to retirement and who are in retirement has really gone up. And there's some big financial ramifications. So just, um, (laughs) Jill, you're certainly not the only one who's going through this. So those are some good questions there. Our next question is from Mark, and he and his wife have started having some serious discussions about what they want to do in retirement. Mark has had to travel for work for years, so he wants some peace and quiet, and he wants to go fishing. But his wife stayed home to raise their two boys. She's been telling all her friends about all the places that they're going to go once they retire. So they have some different ideas here. Mark says he's done traveling for good, but doesn't know how to tell her. So now what? So how do we uh, how do we make everybody happy here, Philip? This is a tough situation. I didn't know that I was going into the marriage counseling. This kind of where you are sometimes, right? Oh gosh, it, it is, and and I, and I I can understand both sides. Um, and so I I think that there needs to be a discussion, right? We need to sit down and and have that discussion about what we expect, and so maybe. It's it's not all or nothing, right? So maybe we we travel together once a year, mm-hmm. and and maybe the rest of the time, you know, she goes ahead and kind of sets up some of the things she wants to do, and he can stay at home and golf or piddle in the yard or whatever he's wants to do in retirement. And who knows, you know, a couple of years of doing that, and and he may get on that train of, okay, I'm ready to travel again and right. do some other stuff, right? But, yeah, I think it's having that conversation of of um, what can we do together, and then what what do we need to not do together. Just got to have those money conversations for for do we have the money for her to do some of these trips, and then he's got the money for his hobbies, and then they can switch that up down the road if they need to, right? Yep, it's, uh, it's all about compromise. Compromise and keep those planning conversations going because uh, we might change our minds here one of these days. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question is from Paul. He wants to know the best kind of annuity to buy. Paul says he doesn't want a bunch of stuff. He just wants one simple place to keep his money. Paul, I'd love to say here's a simple answer. Unfortunately, your question doesn't allow a simple answer. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of different annuities out there. There's not a best annuity. Okay, there it's all based on your circumstances, your situation. I will say this, though: you don't want to put all your money into an annuity that I do know. You know, it's some there's some planning that needs to be done there, Paul. And and so it's sitting down uh, with us or another financial advisor and, and really and truly looking at where you are and what you want your money to do for you uh, going forward. Whether that means we need additional income, we can put together an income plan, or or whether we don't really need any more income, we just need some fun money and and stuff like that to budget for the fun stuff we want to do in retirement. You know, those are all things that we can address, but there's not one best annuity to go buy. Um, it all depends on your circumstances. Don't let anybody tell you that there is this one great annuity that's that's the best annuity out there because. It all depends on you, your circumstances, and what you're trying to accomplish. Unfortunately, that's about the best advice I can give you on that. Right, right. And, you know, I I think that's another area almost where there's compromise, Philip, because I think what Paul is looking for is a little bit of simplicity. And I can appreciate that. Sometimes, Philip, you might sit down with somebody who just tries to make everything out to be too complicated and too complex. Uh, and and really, that's kind of where you fall. You you want it to be simple for people. It, it's not rocket science. They need to be able to understand it without overcomplicating it. But just recognizing that too simple is is kind of a, a bit of a danger zone too, right? It, yeah, it is. It's so we want to make sure that we use the right tools for your circumstances, right? And so what you're telling me is you want simple, and, and I get that. But but we also need to be um, careful in how we arrange things because we don't know what tomorrow holds. You know, you might need your money quickly or at least some of it. And so it's a planning process. And, and I think that um, I, I understand you want to keep things simple and, and I get that. And there is simple, but it still takes planning and you need to have a plan in place 
which is which is what I think is really important in your circumstances. Uh, let's do one more question here. This last one comes from Barb. Another tough relationship situation. Barb says, my mother just died and now I feel like all her family does is argue over what to do with her house and who will be in charge of what. My siblings and I are in our 60s, but it feels like we're kids again. I don't know if you can help us with our arguments, but can you please just tell people why it's so important to take care of these decisions ahead of time? Gosh, that's a tough, <laughs> tough thing to be in. But she's right. We got to take care of this stuff ahead of time, right? We do. And so so there's a couple things here, right? So if mom died without a will, that's a problem, right? And so courts are really going to be in charge of how things are then divided up. Mm-hmm. Um, if mom died with a will, the will is going to specify the things she's asking about. Who's in charge? Well, the will is going to say who's in charge. The will is going to say Here's how everything gets divided. Um, so not having that in place can be problematic for the family. And so you don't want to put your family in that situation. You want to at least have a will in place. You want to at least have a power of attorney in place so that somebody can take care of you if you can't take care of yourself. Um, you know, if you're if you have enough assets and you're in a position, maybe you need a trust. I, I don't know without looking at your situation. Not everybody needs a trust. More people have a trust and really need one from what I've seen. But there are advantages to having a trust. There could be some advantages of not having a trust, hmm. depending on, con- on your circumstances. And so that's one of those things that is very dependent upon where you're at and what you're trying to accomplish. You're in a in a rough spot here because uh, you got siblings all scrabbling over stuff and and that's not good. You know, mom died and and now we're fighting over everything. Um, so it's better, folks. Listen, if you don't have a will in place or you haven't attached beneficiaries to your assets, you know that's why they create TOD, transfer on death, or POD, pay on death, so that you can you can don't have to worry about this kind of stuff. It's taken care of. You've done it ahead of time. So those are some areas I think that that you could look at. Obviously, it's too late for you, but uh, but a heads up to folks out there that, right. hey, take care of your stuff now so that your kids don't fight over it later, right? That's right. not what you want to have happen. Um, you know, and, and again, I'm not an attorney, but y- you need to have a relationship with an attorney that can help you set these things up properly um, and to make sure that that your final wishes are carried out the way you want them to be. Right. Because who wants their kids fighting over stuff? Nobody does. Yeah. But and, they're doing and it. Happens. it. That's right. And they're doing it because you didn't take action to prevent it. And so, you could have. So, so Philip, I think that the big message for a lot of people here is just get that planning done. So tell us how we can get in touch with somebody like you to get started on identifying what all the weak spots are and what's going on with our money, what's missing, and how do we get everything in place so we don't leave a mess for our kids. Absolutely, Jim. They can give us a call. I mean, that's something we do all the time for folks is is walk them through that process. Give us a call at 863-285-3815. It's 863-285-3815. Or, Jim, they can go to my website, statlerfinancial.com. There's a link to my calendar right there. This is the Statler Financial Radio Show. That's all the time we have for this week. But be sure to tune in again next time for more insights from Philip. We'll talk to you then. Information provided during the Statler Financial Radio Show is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. All investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. No strategy is guaranteed to be successful. This radio show is a paid placement.